Hello. So today's episode has actually come from a listener. Yep, that's what's happening now on the Shake Up podcast. All my content, all of my topics are now just going to be comments and questions from listeners. <laughs> that would actually be super cool. I mean, it'd be so much easier for me. So if you want to keep that coming, I would absolutely be open to it. But I got this amazing message from a beautiful human. Let's call her Deb. And she sent me a text message all about how much she is loving the Shake Up podcast, which made my heart completely explode. And honestly, all of the messages, all of the comments, all of the shares, all of the emails, everything that I continue to receive about the Shake Up podcast has just been blowing me away. And every single one of them, it's not like I'm, I look at it ever and take it for granted or just think, oh, thank you so much and move on to the next thing. Everything, it just, it constantly means the world to me. You know, you hear that people are waiting for Fridays to come around, like excited for Friday. I mean, everyone's excited for Friday, but even more excited for Friday because that is when a new episode lands is just is such a cool thing to hear. So the support, the encouragement, I'm I'm absolutely loving it. So thank you so much, everybody. But what Deb also said in her text message to me is she wanted to know my answer to a question that she had. And she said that she really wanted to know what my view was on this from a coach's perspective. And her question was, and I'll just read this out. She said, do you sometimes see that some people barriers are the people around them and their influence and comments that are limiting and not encouraging. Now, it was a little bit of a tricky one to get my head around what she was asking me to begin with, because especially when you do have this real emotional feel about something that's going on in your life, it can be a little bit tricky to articulate. And I always say that with my clients as well, that sometimes they hold back and they want to be able to word something perfectly before they spit it out. And I'm like, nope, that's that's not it. Whatever is coming up, the more that we can kind of just get it out, we'll be able to piece it together as it comes. So even as I was reading Deb's question, I sort of, I could, I could understand what she was saying, right? I was picking up what she was putting down. She was wanting to know if that, you know, some of the problems that people experience, so those people barriers, are they the people that are around them, the people that they surround themselves with? Because when you think about the comments that other people make or the influence that other people have, Are they sometimes what can limit us and not encourage us to do the things that we want to do, to live the best life that we can have? So this question from Deb was awesome. It really made me go oomph, right? And what a great question and topic for me to get onto the the podcast and actually unpack it for all of you. A question about the influence of the people that we spend time with. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. And it is actually one of my favorite topics. So I'm so glad that Deb brought it up. And in all honesty, if you ever have a topic or a question that you think would be an interesting one for an episode, maybe a topic that you've just been thinking a lot about lately, or a topic that keeps popping up with you, whether you've been reading it or scrolling through Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is, maybe a topic that you're even going through at the moment, like something that you are going through. I'll change your name. Don't worry about it. Don't be scared about that. I'll, I'll change your name just like I have with Debs, right? Um, but even maybe something that you've been talking to friends and family about lately, you know, get in touch with me and let me know, because if you're thinking about it, And you would love me to be able to unpack it and talk about it on the podcast. I have no doubt someone else will get something out of it too. So today's topic is a listener's topic. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Shake Up Podcast. I'm your host, performance coach and life enthusiast, Candice Harvey. Whether you're a business owner, an employee or none of the above, 
this shake-up is for you. In this podcast, I'll be talking about all things human behavior, why people do what they do, but more importantly, why people don't do what they wish they could do, while sharing experiences, expertise, and mindset hacks, all of which helped me to move from simply going through the motions to now living a life where I look forward to Monday. Yes, I'm one of those people. My full-time job is to support people, whether one-on-one, groups online, or in corporate workshops, to get themselves out of their own way, throw their excuses in the bin, achieve more, and feel better than ever before. So if you're ready for a shake-up, to learn something new, and apply something different to your life that is simple, fun, and feels more like you, then you're in the right place. Before we get started, I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I record this podcast today, home of the Gubby Gubby people and the Jinnaburra people, whose lands and waters we all now share, and I pay my respects to elders past and present. So are your people your people? Great title, right? I know, I was actually very impressed with that title. Sometimes the titles come out really, really good, really great, unlike that sentence just then, and other titles are um, just not so great, but this one? Great title. So today, I'm going to talk about the impact our peeps have on our lives. But at the end of the episode, I'm actually also going to give you an opportunity to do some home play. Please note, not homework, home play. Yeah, that's right. So you can have fun with it. And this home play is a friendship evaluation, or you can call it an annual review for friends. It sounds scary, and it's only scary because you may actually be worried about the outcome. But this is an evaluation I actually have certain clients that I work with conduct when they're serious about creating and living a life they love. Because the people in our lives play a bigger role than sometimes we want to admit. So in saying that, this evaluation is one that should be done by everyone annually. Even if you know that your people are absolutely your people, because you might find that maybe they're uh, they're not absolutely. So we will come back to this later on in the episode. So today's topic is a topic that I know a great deal about, and I know a great deal about it because I have experienced this topic from all angles. I've spent time with people I didn't like spending time with, and I'm, I'm talking I spent a lot of time with them and for way too long. I've had obligation friendships, I've had incredible friendships, I've broken up with friendships, and I've had friends break up with me. So the topic of friendships and people in your life is a huge one. It's a complicated one. It's not an easy fix. If there's things that need fixing in terms of the people in your life, I get it. It takes a great deal of courage and also compassion to be able to not only notice people in your life who are no longer your people, but to do something about it. Now, we all have these people in our lives, the external pessimists who are like quick to point out when you're wrong, or the ones who will always explain why your plans won't come to fruition. You know, those people like why it won't work, why this isn't the right time, why this is too hard and it it's going to be a little bit too time consuming for you right now with everything that you've got on. There's those people as well, bless their little cotton socks. And the people who bring you down by complaining about whatever's happening in their own lives, they're continuously negative and bring you down whenever they're around. Over the last few years of being a business owner, I've encountered and also noticed more all kinds of negative people who never fail to bring me down. And these people fall in one of three categories. I've even met some people who are complete winners and they fall into all three categories. <laughs> so it's important to know that I didn't spend much time with those people after realizing they ticked all three boxes. But these are the, the three different categories that people can fall into if they are in that category of, 
of bringing you down, right? Now, the first negative type of person is the complainer. So they're the complainer. So this is the person who is given to excessive complaints, crying, whining, whinging. Whining and whinging, I always, that's exactly the same thing, right? Whether you're a whiner or you're a whinger, I think it's the same thing. But these people, the complainers, their default position is that something is wrong and they never complain for the purpose of being constructive. Everything out of their mouth is just moany, right? So there's a complainer. The second negative type of person is the victim. So this person has like the default position that the world is out to get them. Everyone's out to get them. You know, whatever happens isn't their fault. They believe they are powerless to change what is happening to them. It's really, it's the woe is me where you want to get out the little violin, right? Like these people are the victim. Then the third negative Nancy is the venter, right? This person is always unhappy, and they blow their fuse at the drop of a hat. They don't welcome solutions to the problem at hand. They just like to spit out a lot of negativity. So they're the venter. They're just venting away. You didn't ask for it, but they just vent, right? So the result of any and all of these types of negative people, so the complainer, the victim, the venter, is you walk away exhausted. You walk away a little bit miserable, sometimes a lot miserable, and more negative than ever before particularly in the last 12 months, I've learned to associate with less negative people. It's been challenging to discern the difference between people who are being constructive and those who just always bring me down. But I think I've I've largely managed to figure this out because this is not to say that I only want to hang around with cheerleaders. So I want to really make a point there. It's not about hanging out with negative people or cheerleaders like that. That's not it at all. But I do only want to hang around with open minded people. I do only want to hang around with solution-focused people or people who shake off negativity and pay attention to the good and the gratitude and the learnings in their life. Because when you disassociate with negativity, you become a much more relaxed, happier version of yourself. I also came across some really cool research in neuroscience that suggests that being around negative people actually rewires your brain to be more depressed and anxious. Right. So this explains why I'm feeling so much better these days. I am really fussy about who I spend my time with, who I have coffee with, who I pick the phone up to, who I reply back to, who I say yes to. And the research also states that when you hold an idea in your mind shared by people around you, your brain will reward you, reward you by triggering a release of dopamine. Right. So if you actually share some like minded stuff with people around you, you actually get this really good feeling, right? Like you're sharing common stuff with people. That's why you can walk away and you're like, I love that person. Right. I really like being around that person because you're sharing the same sort of ideals. So your brain releases dopamine. When you disagree with people around you, so when people are saying things, you're like, oh God, like that is, that's not it. Oh my God, you're driving me bonkers. Oh my gosh, if you could just shut it, right? You know, those sort of people. Your brain sees that as a threat and it triggers feelings of pain. So this happens even when the idea is negative and doesn't serve you, which means that when you're around negative people, your brain is going to incentivize you to be more like them. The same goes with positive people. So you really have to choose your company wisely. So even when I was talking about the whole, oh, you're really annoying me, be quiet. Already, you're being one of those negative people. 
as opposed to when I was talking about and you're sharing the same idea and you've got things in common, like you, the way that you talk, the way that you sit, everything is is copying them, right? Like you're in a much more positive mood. So positive, negative, you end up doing exactly the same. So you have to choose your company wisely. I remember reading years ago about this psychologist in the 1950s, I think he actually asked a group of volunteers to guess the length of a vertical black line on a plain white piece of paper. I know, a super interesting test, right? Can you imagine? Like, I'm going to ask you all to guess the length of this vertical black line on a plain white piece of paper. Like, So interesting, but bear with me because the results actually were super interesting. So each person's guess depended on the people they were surrounded by. So if a person was surrounded by people who overestimated the length, they would actually do the same. And someone who was around people who underestimated the length also did the same. People literally saw the line differently depending on who they were around at the time of the guessing. So the implications of this are actually enormous. If you surround yourself with negative people, you start to see the world more negatively. Now, in one of my favorite corporate workshops called Happiness First, for those of you that follow my Instagram, this is the workshop where all participants walk out with a yellow ball, a yellow stress ball that has create and live a life you love on it. And I say this because it cracks me up how many people ask me about the yellow balls and wanting a yellow ball. And I always tell them, even my friends, mm -hmm, that you can't have a yellow ball unless you attend happiness first. Even Scott Baker, who was one of my guests on the Shake Up podcast a few weeks ago, his team have had three corporate workshops with me so far. So they've done Not Done Yet, they've done Strength Fueled Future, and they've also done a direct feedback meeting with me as well. But Scott wants a yellow ball. But unfortunately, Scott can only have a yellow ball when his team do which workshop? Yeah, you guessed it. Happiness first. So I'm tough. I'm actually really brutal and I have a lot of fun doing it. But the reason I brought this up is not to talk about the yellow balls, actually. I brought this up because in happiness first, I always ask the group to think about who are the people they surround themselves with? Who do you spend the most time with, both in work and outside of work, right? Like even thinking about work, it's like we all gravitate towards certain people or we all spend time with certain people and not so much with other people. But I really get them thinking, who is it that you spend the most amount of time with, both in work and also outside of work? Like who are your people? We all know how impactful the people closest to us are, which is exactly why Deb came to me with this topic. Everyone knows it. Some people rob us of confidence while others empower us, right? And you may think like, I know I have some negative friends and negative colleagues, but I don't let it get to me, Candice. Like, I don't let it bother me, right? And people even do, they say this to me a lot of the time. They're like, oh, yeah, it, it happens. There are people regularly who I see and they're little Debbie Downers or whatever we call them. And they'll go, but Candace, I've got really good boundaries. I've got great self-control. I have a really healthy mindset, which are all really great things. Like I am so glad that they have all of this going on for them. But when it comes to them having negative people in their life, whether they're a complainer, a victim or a venter, these people are bothering them in some way. Even if it's a small way, it's still happening. Every life transformer, world changer, successful human and big wig out there says with whom you surround yourself with is who you become. With whom you surround yourself with 
is who you become. If you have three negative friends and three positive friends, your outlook will end up being somewhere in the middle. If all of your friends are coasting through life and barely scraping by financially, then it's going to be really freaking hard for you to break out of your financial rut on your own. Even if you have a spouse who is negative every single day while you're trying to be super positive, you will both land somewhere in the middle, which is really good for them, not so great for you. Now, I'm not saying break up with them. And if it's a negative colleague, I'm not telling you to go to your poor supervisor or manager and ask them to remove them. As a previous HR manager, I've had my fair share of those complaints, which always fascinated me, to be honest. Like employees would literally come to me, letting me know that they didn't like another employee for whatever reason. It was usually a pretty small freaking reason. They hadn't actually spoken to the person about the issue, but they wanted me as the HR manager to speak to them for them and also hopefully remove them for them without them having to do any of the heavy lifting. That's really cute, isn't it? I used to say to these employees, if you weren't at work and you didn't like someone who sat next to you every day, what would you do about it? Oh, you'd speak to them. Cool. Go try and do that first and then we can chat. Yeah, I was so tough. I was really tough as a HR manager, but it used to absolutely fascinate me that for all of us, for whatever reason, we think that we're in the workplace and you have a HR department, you have a manager that you don't have to deal with people in the same way that you would in normal day-to-day outside of work. So yeah, I shook them up, ladies and gentlemen, don't you worry about that. But it's important to understand that in life, there are two types of people in this world and in your life, right? So the people are, there are battery chargers and there are battery drainers. These are the two types of people. They're either a battery charger or a battery drainer. So you know those people who you can be around and in a few minutes you start to feel amazing and you're not sure why, but it's because that person is a battery charger. The more time you spend with that person, the more energy you have, the more you think you can accomplish in life and more and more you start to pick up on their positive vibes. In contrast, you can be around someone else for even a few minutes and you feel drained. That person is a battery drainer that is sucking away your positive energy and pretty sure you you catch it and you pick up their negative attitudes and you add them, unfortunately, to your own life. So if you think about the year that you are wanting to have this year, we are halfway through, right? So thinking about the year that you want to have this year and then thinking about what is needed for you to thrive this year, to be the best you that you can be, I want you to review the people around you. I want you to think about who you spend the most amount of time with and I want you to put their name in either a charger or a drainer category. Now, this is people in and out of work. It's who you spend the most amount of time with. So think about these people and chuck them in one of these categories. Now, again, it isn't necessarily for you to ditch all your drainers, right? Can you imagine? So you get this whole list, you got all these people and you got all the people that you usually spend a lot of time with in your drainers category. And that's Candace Harvey told me I have to get rid of you because you're a freaking drainer. Like, (laughs) I mean, I'll cheer you on and I'll be there for you to a point, but uh, this is not the point of the exercise either. You can do that if you want, but it's also for you to be aware of just the amount of time and energy you are currently giving to these people. Maybe you need to pull back. Maybe it needs a conversation, but to continue doing what you've always done and thinking it's not making a difference is a delusion. And the people you surround yourself with will have an impact on the rest of your 2023. 
I remember earlier this year and I had a beautiful lady in one of my workshops and we were talking about drainers and chargers and she a few days later ended up getting in contact with me and she said, Candace, I had to have this conversation with my husband and it was an uncomfortable one, but it was one of the best conversations we've actually had where I had to let him know that I put his name in the drainer category and he was really shocked and it was a really big deal to even sit down and have this conversation. But, you know, over the last couple of months, it's been a problem in our relationship. I am finding him so negative and everything that's coming out of his mouth is really getting me down. So to be able to sit down and articulate it to him in this way and say, you know, it was hard for me to write your name here, but this is how I'm feeling at the moment. It was, it was big. She let me know that her husband actually got a little bit emotional about the conversation, but it was one of those rockets that I think he needed to give him the shake up and go, I don't want to be this person. I don't want to be someone where my wife feels that I'm a drainer, that I'm not, that she's not enjoying being around me. So It's now become part of their language when they're speaking to each other. They want to charge each other. They don't want to be drainers. And and it's, it's really improved their relationship. So also take that away from this, that yes, it's a little bit difficult to put people close to you in a drainer category. I mean, it's beautiful to put them in a charger category. And if that's the case as well, let those people know. Let the people know in your life that you put them in the charger category, which means that they they lift you, they encourage you, they make you happier people. You look forward to spending time with them and seeing them. That's important too. But with the drainers as well, if you do deal with it in a really mature way, in a really respectful way, in a way that comes with a lot of love and compassion, it can be one of the best conversations that you've you've had. So I wanted to be able to share that with you as well. Now, going back to to Deb's question of do I think that some people barriers are the people around them and their influence comments that are limiting and not encouraging? The answer is yes. If you want to live a big life, you can't spend time with small people. And I don't mean size, literally, because most of the people I spend time with are very small. It's because I'm tall, but you know what I mean. If you want to live a life of adventure and challenge, hanging around people who love doing the same thing day in, day out isn't going to encourage you. You don't have to ditch them, but you might want to limit them. And then make space for people you want to be like, people who do lift you, people who encourage you, people who you want to spend more time with and people that you want to walk away from feeling like you're glad that you spent time with them as opposed to walking away, rolling your eyes and wishing that you instead rearranged your shock drawer, (laughs) shock drawer, instead of putting on shoes to meet them for a coffee. Yeah, you know those ones? That was just an example, but, you know, for example's sake. So who is ready now to do their friendship evaluation? I encourage all of you to do it. And I'm going to put a link in the show notes for you to get your hands on the friendship evaluation. So click on the link in the show notes, pop your details in, and the evaluation will land in your inbox for you to be able to do straight away. It is six questions in this evaluation, but it is six powerful questions that you may not have ever thought of before. And that is why I've put this together for you as a performance coach. I want you to be performing in life so much better than you currently are now. And these six powerful questions will get you thinking about the people who you spend the most amount of time with and how the friendship is going for you, how it's actually going, right? This is important to to really make sure that you also know that some people may not make the cut. But instead of feeling really bad about it, I want you to invest your time and energy in the relationships that are helping you to create and live a life that you absolutely love. That's what you are needing more of. 
So grab yourself a copy of the Friendship Evaluation and let me know how you go with it. I would absolutely love to hear. You are going to get bucket loads out of it. And like I said with me, my example with the beautiful lady after she attended my workshop, if anything, it just can encourage you to have that conversation that you didn't know that you had to have, but after having it could be one of the best things you've ever done for yourself and for your relationships as well. So also 19th of July, which is potentially if you are listening to this ASAP when it lands is just around the corner, the 19th of July, which means that peak state is about to kick off. So peak state, my eight week program that is all about getting your life into balance and achieving so much more than you currently are. Like just think about that for a tiny moment. Like this is about getting some more balance into your life so that you're not feeling like you've got the weight of the world on your shoulders all the time. Like you're not feeling like you're just not getting through that to-do list and not achieving everything that you want to achieve. You go through peak state with me with these eight weeks, you get to the end and you will be set up with brand new disciplines, brand new habits that actually freaking work and get you approaching life feeling like it's so much easier, feeling like you can breathe, you can exhale and loving Monday to Sunday, not just like Friday afternoon to Sunday afternoon, right? So if you are wanting or interested in spending eight weeks with me where I support you through what is required to live a life that feels balanced and a life where you are achieving more than you have ever achieved, if you need a shake-up or a reset and a chance to learn new habits over an eight-week period where you're going to learn bucket loads about yourself, send me a DM over Instagram or Facebook ASAP. I will make you a priority so that we can have a chat about the next intake of Peak State, which starts the 19th of July, because cutoff to have this chat is the 17th of July at 5 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. So hurry up, move your tush. Let's have a conversation. haven't said tush in a while. Such a cute word. Yeah, but there you go. Let's have a chat. So that is it for another episode on the Shake Up Podcast with Candice Harvey. I hope this episode got you thinking differently. I do hope you click that button in the show notes. Get yourself a copy of the Friendship Evaluation. Let me know how you go with it. Also, I would appreciate it if you haven't already hit that subscribe button and leave me a five-star written review. It's these reviews that help me to get in front of more amazing people who every now and again need a smidge of a shake-up just like the rest of us. So until next time, have fun and shake things up.